0: Is he rich like me? Has Has he taken any time time to to show show. you what you need to live? Tell him to me slowly.
1: Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show for the Financial Hour. We are powered by Dupree Financial Group. And here's our host, Tom Dupree.
2: So that's a band called The Zombies. And this song came out in 1968. Uh, The keyboard is a guy named Rod Argent. And he went on to form a group called Argent. Uh, Quite a keyboardist. Almost a. If you listen to that song or the, the, the keyboard on it, it sounds like a predecessor to Emerson, Lake, and Palmer or, or something like that. And uh, I don't know. It's British. What more can I say? Uh, <laughs> the, all right. I want to address something. And if you're a client of ours, please listen closely. If you're not a client of ours, please listen closely. We've been getting a lot of calls from people probably in the, say, mid-70s to up in their 80s. It's almost as if the thing has been orchestrated over the last week, two weeks, about people just. Absolutely freaking out that the government is getting ready to convert all money to digital currency and that you won't be able to go to your bank and withdraw money, uh, that there's some kind of danger of having all the cash sucked out of the system. And it's this fear that your cash is not safe. And I've had one woman said, you know, is there any kind of thing I can put it in like a money market fund? Another guy said, you know, I want to put everything in gold and silver because I don't trust the system. Now, I will never say anything's impossible i'll never say that but i will say that things are improbable and in this business a lot of what you go on is the prop. when we do research on a company that we're thinking of investing in the stock of this company um, we uh, end up looking at what has happened in the past with the company track record, and then we extrapolate into the future. I don't know whether the the right word is. is. I think it's extrapolate if it's going forward. Interpolate is if it's going backwards. I think that's right. We extrapolate what we believe to be the possible future of that company based on track record. I am not scared of saying that the government And the Fed always seeks to exert more control over the private economy and that the private economy has in many ways become slack-jawed and obedient to what its government masters tell it to do. Does that mean going all the way – To the point of having all the currency scooped out of the banks and turned into just digital numbers. I don't think so. One reason is there would be numbers of people that don't have bank accounts who rely on the ability to use cash to go buy something to eat that would suddenly starve to death because if they didn't have a cell phone and many of them don't, or the ability to have a little digital thing on their phone to buy uh, something to eat with, the cash would suddenly be useless and they would starve and there would be millions of people that would starve to death. In this very country, does the government want to create mass starvation? I don't think so. Here's the other thing. Uh, There are a lot of banks in the country, and they would have to get not only the uh, cooperation of J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, the biggest banks, and I don't think they would have any trouble getting them to cooperate with their takeover of of the economy. I mean, I think Jamie Dimon could... Brian Moynihan, those guys, they could justify anything in the name of profits for their organizations. But you total all those together, you're you're only at around 25, maybe 30% of all the deposits. You have lots of other banks out there that are going to operate more independently and are not going to go along with some kind of digital currency scheme the other thing is that when the government or the powers that be foist something on the rest of the market there's a gag reflex and they end up going somewhere else just look at what's happened to bud light trying to force the dylan Mul- mulvaney thing uh, on on consumers. Um, look at what's happened to Jason Aldean's song when all the people said, oh, it shouldn't have all that stuff in it. Now, they did cave in. It took six seconds worth of Black Lives Matter video out of it because they said it was racist.
1: No, it actually, according to what I heard, it was a copyright infringement. Now, whether that's fact or not, That was the reason that they took that excerpt. Well, that's how they
2: would dress it up. But anyway, um, I don't think that's right. I think they they caved. But even if that's the case, you know, the word got out. It was out there long enough. Everybody got the message. Back to this thing of the digital currency. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about money and how it, is in the world first of all you need to understand our money is backed by nothing there is nothing backing our money it's what is called fiat f-i-a-t just like a car currency meaning it has value because people will accept it as legal tender for a trade and so therefore it's got value because it's, a, it's an accepted form of trade that's it and I'm going to tell you something else even if the money had gold behind it which it doesn't but which it did at one time To some degree, that too would still be fiat. Now, the one big difference would be that if you're going to print more of that money, you'd have to have more gold because all the dollars would have to be backed by gold. This is the problem that Bitcoin attempted to solve when it was created in 2009 or Whenever they created it, I think it was '09, maybe 2010, and by saying we're going to issue 21 million bitcoins and that's it, and when it's over with, it's over, so that it can never be debased. There will only be so many of those. Instead of creating currency, they ended up creating a, an object of speculation, and so the thing about Bitcoin that everybody knows about is not so much its own intrinsic value as a currency, but how much it's trading for in terms of dollars. So Bitcoin's value is only value relative to the value of the dollar. So what that tells me is that dollars are still the universal medium of exchange, not Bitcoin. Let's go back to money, which we are. Over 90%, maybe closer to 95% of all money in circulation is already digital to begin with. It's already digital. When Bank of America sells a billion dollars worth of treasury bonds to Goldman Sachs, You think a billion dollars worth of dollar bills changes hands in somebody's account? Absolutely not. What happens is money gets wired from one guy's account at the Fed to another guy's account at the Fed, but its wire transfer goes through the Federal Reserve Bank. The money just stays in the same place it just goes from one guy's account to the other it's honey it is not a bunch of dollar bills changing hands
1: so I've got a question. Wonder how the general public reacted when the checkbook was created because in a different sense right that prevented dollar bills from exchanging sure. hands goods for service, whatever um, good services so. The checkbook probably was pretty scary to a lot of people, too, at one point.
2: Well, and I'd have to look that up and find out when the first checks were written. I bet it's been a lot longer ago than you think, several hundred years ago. In order to have a check, you had to have banks before what's called... Deposit insurance took place, and that's been less than 100 years ago. You had private banks. That means that they risked their own capital. Go ahead.
1: So you're not going to – I cannot even believe what I'm seeing.
2: 1,200? Like
1: the first check started cropping up in the United States toward the end of the 17th century, and the first printed versions were introduced in 1762.
2: Okay, well I'm, I'm like when did they first start in Europe? Does it say It's
1: it's 1762 by British banker Lawrence Childs.
2: So they didn't everything was cash before then?
1: I, I, or or it was probably a barter thing where you traded goods. No,
2: they couldn't. You think? You can't you, in order to have a modern economy, it can't be based on barter.
1: And then it said, before that, checks were simply written, written out by hand, sort of like IOUs. Okay, well,
2: all right. So, you had them earlier than that. This was just when the bank started printing them so you could write on them. All right.
1: I had no idea.
2: Didn't I didn't either. But banking is a creation of money. Money is a creation of banking. When I was at SWANY, they had a class called Money and Banking, separate from economics, separate from business. Money, if you get nothing else out of this show today, money is what people say it is. If you say it's a dollar and three or four people agree, then it's a dollar. It could be a dollar in quarters. It could be a dollar bill. It could be a dollar check. It could be a dollar money order. It could be a dollar wired from one account to the other. All of them are a dollar. think about it folks you've been getting stirred up over this well we're going to get converted to digital money how many of you have your uh social security auto debited into your account or how many of you have your telephone bill or your 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 uh gas bill or your electric bill automatically debited out of your account. That's digital. They don't send a check from your bank to their bank or when the social security hits your account or your pension or your paycheck from your company doesn't, they don't send them a check that has to clear through the bank. To a digital deposit. So if you want to get stirred up and worried that they're going to convert all the currency to digital, just realize that you've been living with this already for some time. Now, I'm trying to think which year it was. 2016. Adarsh and I went to... Scandinavia we flew into um, Stockholm Sweden went to visit companies there two of them were banks publicly traded Swedish banks the biggest bank in Sweden uh, may not be the biggest but it was one of the biggest is called Swedbank we went to you know they spoke Flawless English. They loved having us there. We loved being there. Man, it was great. We stayed on this guy's boat. This is something I rented through Airbnb. Stayed on a guy's boat in a place called Jurgarden, which is a little island kind of right off of the main thing there. It's like in the middle of town. It has a huge park. And guess what was 300 Yards away from the boat we were staying on. The Abba Museum. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, the Swedes are just as tacky tourists. <laughs> it was like Gatlinburg. I mean, you go over there and they were having the best time. Abba's still in business, they're just in the museum business. They were selling more T-shirts, albums, you know, coffee cups, you name it. Anyway, while we were in Sweden, we're talking to these guys at Swedbank, and they say, you know, we're the biggest, one of the biggest banks in Sweden. We only have five branches which take cash or which give out cash. We were sitting in their main branch. Their main branch does not deal in cash. Everything they do in in Switz in Sweden, it's all basically Venmo. You know, theirs didn't even, it doesn't, you hold your phone up to your phone, my phone up to your phone, and it it kind of goes from one phone to the other if I'm paying you something. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: I'm not letting you near my phone.
2: Well, I can't take your money without your permission. The point is, we went over, they had a coffee thing in the lo- lobby. Wasn't Starbucks, but it was similar. They didn't take cash.
1: Well, you know, they're... In um, the
2: lobby of the main bank of Sweden, you could not pay cash for coffee. We had some Swedish uh, uh, dollar or bills, you know. When the airports have, have gone
1: to that, where they have... Um, concession areas where you have you scan into... The parking places
2: are that way with a lot of them now. You can't give them cash. But the the point I'm trying to make is digital currency has been around for a long time now. In the second half of this hour I'm going to talk about how we invest at Dupree Financial Group and what we do to invest around the problem With with currency that has no value behind it.
1: So life may be unpredictable, but your retirement plan doesn't have to be. Call us at Dupree Financial Group, 859-233-0400. You can schedule an appointment with us directly on our homepage of our website at dupreefinancial.com. We'll be back in just a few minutes with more of the Financial Hour. Stay tuned.
2: This is Tom Dupree. What do you know about investing? Perhaps what you know is limited to what you hear on CNBC or read in the Wall Street Journal. You might be surprised to learn that investing can be made a lot simpler than you might imagine. At Dupree Financial Group, it's our aim to make the investment process very clear. If you schedule a complimentary appointment with us to review your retirement investment accounts, We'll describe them for you. Call Dupree Financial Group at 859 400 Also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show on Saturday mornings at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at www.dupreefinancial.com.
0: About her, the way she lied. Well, no one told me about her, how many people cried. But it's too late to say you're sorry. How would I know? Why should I care? Please don't bother trying to find her, she's not there. Well, let me tell you about the way she looked, the way she acted. No one told me about her, what could I do? Well, no one told me about her, though they all knew. But it's too late to say you're sorry, how would I know, why should I care? Please don't bother trying to find her, she's not there.
1: Welcome back to the Tom Dupree Show. We are powered by Dupree Financial Group. And here's our host, Tom Dupree, for our financial hour.
2: <laughs> you, you should have seen Elizabeth faking like she was <laughs> singing.
1: Was it good entertainment?
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Okay. You know, she w- at least wasn't trying to fake like she was playing the keyboards.
1: Yeah, that would have been a bit much. I think I think the uh, lip syncing or whatever Oh, was, she was, was, doing, pro- was, she was getting enough. down Yeah, yeah, time, yeah really. I do like this song by the zombies
2: Yeah You could be wearing those go-go boots
1: <laughs> That's another visual Okay
2: And I've been dancing in one of those cages Like a go-go thing with like a polka-dotted dress Yes, Just
1: move along with the financial hour, please. Oh, that
2: would be great. Okay. All right. Now, here's what I'm going to talk about. Okay, this is real simple, but you have to listen. We just talked about how money can be basically created out of thin air, which... I didn't really say that, but the fact that it's not backed by anything equals that it can be created out of thin air. So we're in the business of trying to create wealth. Well, if money can be created out of thin air, what can't be created out of thin air products, services, things that have a value. So Here's something you need to understand. Money just by itself does not equal wealth. Now, you're going to have to think about that one for a minute because it's going to go against everything that you think you know.
1: Okay, say it again.
2: Money does not equal Wealth. Money equals money, which basically has no value other than what it can be exchanged for. Why did Jesus say the root of all evil is the love of money? He didn't say money was the root of all evil. He said the love of it why? because you're loving something that doesn't have a value. He didn't say the root of all evil is the love of bacon or or food yeah or the love of um, you know brick houses <laughs> whatever they made they didn't have as much stuff back then as we do So if it were today he wouldn't say necessarily the love of all. Root of all evil is the love of headphones. Or- so,
1: so how many times is money mentioned in Bible verses?
2: I'd say 450.
1: Roughly 2,000 Bible verses are about money and possessions. Okay. Which uh, means there are way more nuisances talked about in the Bible than these it says. But 2000 just about money.
2: Here's the thing that it is about money that you have to be careful about is that money can give you a false sense of power because you think when you have it, you have some power over your surroundings. You have to be careful about that. Now.
1: It does say that money itself is mentioned more than 800 times.
2: Okay. Here's what I'm getting to. Where there can be a value is when money is exchanged for something that is real, that's not ephemeral and able to be created out of thin air. I'm going to give you a very, very mundane example. A couple of the holdings that we have in our portfolio are stocks in companies that have gas and oil pipelines. Now, many people on the left will demonize those things and say, oh, they're evil, they're creating know global warming
1: well they were just saying this week that the ocean is at 100 degrees or something and blaming that on global warming
2: the ocean is at 100 degrees. that's
1: what they said somebody they said
2: the ocean was at 100 degrees tell me where the ocean water is at 100 degrees it
1: was somewhere I'll, i'll look it up don't think so. i will look it up okay
2: anyway let me go back to what i'm saying the thing you need to hear is that money can be exchanged for something like a pipeline company, shares in a pipeline company. That's just an example. But there are actual physical assets on the ground that transport natural gas and or oil from one location to the other and those cannot be easily replaced. That can't be printed out of thin air that is an example of something of actual concrete real value that you can buy shares in that's just one thing there are other things uh a boy in manatee bay florida reported a preliminary high ocean temperature of 101 degrees yeah it got hot down there evidently (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I'd say you think it was, I think I dreamed that up. I'd say it was very shallow, probably extremely shallow. And the thing might not have been working right. The point is money has a value when it can be exchanged for something of value. A dollar bill can't be consumed. A bell pepper can. There's a guy at the farmer's market over in Southland. He produces these incredible bell peppers. I think they come from Lawrenceburg. Doesn't matter. The point is, you can't get those bell peppers anywhere else. You can get dollar bills a lot of places. You can go over there and give him $4 and get three incredible-looking bell peppers. I mean, you're not going to get these anywhere else. That is a case where dollars that are ubiquitous and everywhere can be exchanged for these bell peppers that are not everywhere. Think about that. Um, You've got... Well, just think about anything you buy on a regular basis. Your money is only good insofar as it can be exchanged for something that's a little bit hard to come by. Gasoline. If you don't have gasoline in your car, you're not going to go from point A to point B. We have gasoline in this country. It's not everywhere, but it's a lot of places where you can buy it. It comes from limited resources of petroleum. It has to be refined. It has to go through the pipeline, get to the refinery. In other words, whether you agree with gasoline or not, if you think it's all going to be electric cars, you're really crazy because you're burning a lot of fossil fuels, digging up the ground to get there. But that, That's not a – I don't want to have that argument right now. What I want to tell you is I think actual combustion engines that's burning diesel and gasoline are the most energy-efficient way to transport yourself, not an electric car. I know too much about the electric grid, the inefficiency there, to tell you any other way. You're stupid if you think you're getting – that the electricity that's going into an electric car is a more efficient use of those fossil resources or any resources than gasoline it just doesn't work like that
1: do you remember that statistic that the same amount of energy to power 25 refrigerators is what it takes to to charge yeah, an electric that's car right. that's exactly 25 right. well, refrigerators let, let me go
2: back to what i'm saying and 49 cents roughly of money that's being created every day can be used to buy one gallon of gasoline. That is basically a limited resource. What we do at Dupree financial group, we try not to confuse money with wealth. Now, The byproduct of a good investment that creates wealth, strangely enough, is money. Because money is the currency by which wealth is measured. (coughs) It is simply a benchmarking tool. It does not equal the wealth itself. It's a measuring tool for how the wealth is measured. This thing has X amount of value. Therefore, we're going to denominate it in dollars and charge you this to buy it. Our investment approach is based on the assumption that certain things in business, if done well, by certain managers and companies, people basically collaborating to produce a product that is hard, if not impossible to replace, but participation in it can be bought through shares that you buy on the market with money, which really doesn't have any value at all, except for the value that, People say it has. Now, you say, whoa, this is just a recent phenomenon. You know, our government doing this. No, it isn't. This was going on actually in Roman times. Not to the extent, but if you think people today are any more corrupt than they were at times in the past, just go study some history. You'll find out some very eye-opening things. You know, thievery and... Inflation and corruption and dishonesty is as old as mankind. But a good product cannot be counterfeited. It's summer. How many of you like peaches? It's very tough to grow a peach in Kentucky. Why? Why? Because we live in a place where very frequently you'll have a frost in in April when the peaches are trying to set their uh, blooms and when it hits them, it kills their ability to produce peaches for the year. Same thing can happen with blueberries. So when you finally get a good peach, usually around August, We go down to North Carolina sometimes and there's a place near Maggie Valley that has a great supplier. We'll we'll buy peaches down there. That's a taste that can't be duplicated. You can't counterfeit that. You can't go into a lab and create more of that. You can create a flavor that might, be a little similar to the taste of a peach but it's not going to be that taste good barbecue you know if you've ever been to Texas you know that their brisket is outstanding the closest thing to that around here is a place called Blue Door over on Walton Avenue it is about the same as really good Texas barbecue. That, that place is fantastic. Blue Door Barbecue. But the taste is unmistakable. You can't counterfeit that. But you can counterfeit money. You can, And the government does it every day because they, they print money that, you know, Came out of thin air, and that, and that's what that's what it is. And you know, you can shoot me if you want to for saying that, but the fact is, it's true. What we do at Dupree is try to invest the money of our clients into things, shares of companies that produce something that cannot be easily or even at all counterfeited. This is putting your hard-earned dollars into something that is producing wealth. Now, there's companies that create that have services they do. They're not really creating a product, but they're providing a service. It's huge. The service economy is massive. What do you think Google and Facebook and all these people do? They're not producing widgets or peaches or barbecue or cars or pipelines but they're giving they're creating a consumer customer experience that you can't find anywhere else I mean, what are you going to do if they take google search away from you or if they took away all of a sudden facebook got up one day and said we're getting out of the facebook business we're doing we're just going to do this now and, and then there's no longer any facebook it would hurt a lot of people because those platforms are used So that's a service that's very difficult to duplicate or counterfeit. Now, so that's another part of the economy that you can invest in. It creates wealth, and that wealth comes through in terms of money. Money getting spent, in the case of, say, a Facebook or Google, typically on advertising. And they also are involved in the cloud and their cloud services, which – People pay a lot of money to have. It's Amazon Web Services. Oh, well, that's Amazon. But, you know, these other people do it too. But, I mean, the point that I'm making is uh, corporations, companies, when people are working collaboratively can form goods and services that can't be duplicated or counterfeited the way money can. So that's why you cannot view money as equaling wealth. It does it's a it's a marker for wealth. It's a signpost of wealth. It can be an indicator of wealth, but it by itself does not equal wealth. It does you no good to have a million dollars in your checking account if you can't spend it on anything. If your ability to spend that's why this whole back to this digital thing they were talking about, if they took it away and made everything digital currency where you couldn't buy anything for cash, it would shut down the economy. And even the, you know, the control freaks that run our government, they can't handle having an economy where they wouldn't be able to spend their ill-gotten gains. So, this is why you ought to give us a call because you know, we, I think we've got this part of the thing, right? Now you can argue with whether we buy this stock or that stock and, you know, just like anybody else, you can look over shows. Well, I should have bought this and should not have sold that. Yes. That's second guessing yourself. And we do, a, I do enough of it for everybody in here. But the point is, we get a lot more of them right than we get wrong. And we try to invest people's money in such a way that the value, the actual wealth part, wealth creation part of the businesses in which we invest comes through to the benefit of the shareholders in terms of dividends and Income from the account, from the investment, and over time, we hope, growth of principle in terms of increased value.
1: Life may be unpredictable, but your retirement plan doesn't have to be. Give us a call, 859-233-0400, and we'd be happy to look at what plan you have for retirement, help you come up with one, or just give you advice in general about where you are and hear about where you want to be. You've been listening to the Tom Dupree Show, powered by Dupree Financial Group. We appreciate you listening.
0: Well, no one told me about